You're listening to the Breakdown Duo with Deb and T-Wise. They break it down to build you up. Let's join this mother-son duo as they break down tonight's hot topic. All right, what's up, everybody? This is T-Wise. I'm here by myself today. Um, uh, many of you don't know, but my mom is out of town and traveling and man, I'm just so happy for her and my dad. They're, uh, doing what they would consider a trip of a lifetime, going to Israel and Greece and, uh, seeing a lot of the places that they've always dreamed about and read about in the Bible. And, um, you know, it's just a, an experience. So you guys have me today and man, I, I'm excited because I got a lot to cover, and I think tonight is going to be a little bit of maybe me getting on a soapbox here, um, maybe just sharing some of my own thoughts of things that I think about. Uh, nonetheless, though, you know, this is me, just a, a voice without my mom, and you guys get a little bit of insight into what goes through my mind uh, when I don't have some guardrails. <laughs> from my mom to uh, keep me in line. So here we go. Tonight we are talking about death. <clears throat> and, you know, this came about, and I'm going to tell you a story. I started thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week because I knew I was going to be on my own. And I thought about doing a guest. I, I even asked the guy, and uh, it just wasn't good timing. And, um, Anyways, a couple of days ago, I had a crazy night and I had one of those evenings where I just felt like everything that could go wrong was going wrong. And um, I had some some physical things happen to my body all in the same night. I got the chills. Um, I felt like I was really sick and I wasn't. It, I don't know what was happening. Um, you know, I didn't have a fever. I just couldn't get warm. I was shivering. Um, and then I had something where, like, I, I pulled a muscle in my upper thigh. And uh, and it happened while I was just standing there. <laughs> and, and my whole muscle, like, seized up on me. And, uh, you know, all this is in the same night. I have no idea what's going on. The only thing that's going through my mind is that I'm I'm in my 40s now. I'm getting older. And I might literally be dying. And so needless to say, um, those two things, along with a couple other things, caused me to go to urgent care because I just started freaking out a little bit mentally. And uh, you know how you do when things happen, you start overthinking. And I just figured, hey, you know what? I got insurance. And what's the point of paying on it if you're not going to use it? So I went to urgent care more for peace of mind just to make sure everything was okay. And sure enough, you know, there's nothing urgent, nothing concerning, thank God. But, um, uh, you know, it was just nice to, to get validation from a doctor that that I was okay. Um, but it got me thinking because I, I was pretty scared there for a second because there were a lot of things happening that I had no idea what was going on. And I got to thinking, you know, am I actually scared of dying or am I scared of the way that I lived my life? Let me repeat that again. 
am I actually scared of dying? Or am I actually scared of the way that I had lived my life? And, you know, I spent a couple days thinking about that because I've come to the conclusion personally that I'm not afraid of death. You know, I, I'm afraid of suffering. Like, I, I don't want an agonizing death. I don't, I don't want to suffer. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it's pretty fascinating when people say, man, you know, you should be thankful that you woke up this morning and, and you should be thankful that you have another breath in your lungs and, and, uh, that you get to see another sunrise. And I'm like, you're crazy, man. The best way to go is in the middle of the night while you're sleeping. So, you know, that's like, to tell me to be thankful for waking up when going in your sleep is the best way, you know, that, whatever, that's a little crazy, but that's nowhere here, nowhere there. Um, but anyways, I, I don't think that I'm afraid of actually dying because I know that I'm going to heaven and I know who my savior is. And that instills a lot of confidence to me. Now, you know, I'm going to address more of that here in a second, but the questions that loom in my mind, and maybe you guys can relate to this, is is not how am I going to die? It's not, you know, am I going to get in a car accident and that's how I pass away? Am I going to die early? Am I going to live a long life? The questions that that I think about and, and maybe keep me up at night are, you know, what kind of legacy am I going to leave behind? And what are people going to say about me when I'm gone? You know, are, gonna, are they going to say things like, oh, man, that was... You know, Tyler was a really good guy, but uh, man, he just, he had so much potential. He just never lived up to, to what he really could have done. Or, you know, are they going to say things like, oh man, Tyler, Tyler was a jerk. He just said too much. He was outspoken. He, you know, like the people think I didn't help enough people, you know, that's, those are the things that I, I am curious about. And, um, you know, I think, am I too self-focused? And I don't put enough attention on others and I don't do more to help other people. Um, I think about questions like, did I hold back? You know, did I not go for my dreams? Did I not push myself and challenge myself to, to really live a fulfilled life um, and, and a life without regrets? You know, so, so those are the things when I say, am I more afraid of the way that I live? Like, those are the questions that I think about. And some of this might not relate to, to everybody listening, but, you know, I really feel like there's a lot of people out there that think about this stuff, or maybe you, you avoid thinking about it because you don't like the answers that you get. And the more I thought about these questions and the more I thought about death, the more I started realizing that ultimately all of this for me comes down to one major thing. And it's this idea of, what it really means to be a Christian, and, and more specifically, what it really means to be a born-again Christian. And this is the soapbox aspect of my talk today, is that I am so frustrated with quote-unquote Christian people and the Christian faith and the church of today in Western society because I, I, I feel like we're living a lie. I feel like we are lukewarm Christians. I feel like the church is failing its people. 
I feel like there's false prophets out there. I feel like people don't understand the Bible. They don't read the Bible. They don't study the Bible. They don't know the word and they misinterpret it. And it's extremely frustrating to watch how society is capturing the Christian faith and saying, hey, you need to be tolerant. You need to be accepting. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that. We're not called to be those things. We're, we are called to love, but we are also called to call out our fellow Christians. And I think it's time for us to stand up and start living a life truly worthy and fearful of God. So that being said, going back to what it truly means to be a Christian and more importantly, a born again Christian. The main aspect of that is that you die to self. You no longer live your life for yourself. You're living it for God. That's what it means to be born again is that you die. Your old self dies. So let's look at this. I'm just going to read some scripture. And maybe some of these will apply to you. Luke 9.23. And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Daily, it says. Take up your cross daily. Every single day, we're supposed to die to ourselves and say, God, today is for you. Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Christ died for us so that we can die for him. Luke 14, 33. So therefore, if any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. So therefore, anyone who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. We cannot be a Christian and follow Christ and still live in this world and have the things that we want and desire and, and be about that life anymore. We have to be willing to sacrifice everything. I mean, my goodness, I'm seeing so much of this where we are put to the test right now in our jobs and our careers, in our school districts, where there is this whole balancing act of, well, I don't want to be fired. I need this job. Yet my work environment is asking me to do something that directly goes against what the word of God calls me to do. And we're not standing up and taking a, a stance against that. So, you know, here it is in scripture. Any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. I, I mean, it's right there. So anyways, this is a call out to, to myself and to everybody else. Like, now is the time. You know, God said that there, there's going to be a, a day where, um, where, where people come after us. And, you know, we have to be willing to take a stand. 1 Corinthians 15, 31. I protest the brothers by my pride in you, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die every day. Philippians 1, 21. 
For to me, to live in Christ and to die is gain. Excuse me. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. John 12, 24 to 26. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless I gain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Again, it goes on and on. We are to die to ourselves and live for God. So, you know, I, I just reflect on my life and, you know, those questions that I thought about. And ultimately, the legacy that I live or did I help enough people or was I too self-focused or did I hold back or or on and on and on, whatever comes to mind. You know, at the end of the day, I think those are are questions that the devil uses to hold me back. I think those are the thoughts, those are the doubts, the fears that, that the devil tries to get in there and say, you know what, Tyler, you have insecurities and you need to focus on these insecurities. Or, you know what, Tyler, you have these fears and I want you focused on these fears because the more you focus on those fears, the more I know you're not paying attention to what God has for you. And, you know, those are the things that I think about and and I cherish that I have the Holy Spirit in my life, that God provides me with discernment to be able to think about this and not shy away from the difficult questions or the difficult topics, but to to have wisdom and think through them and reason through them and say, you know what, this is important. This is something worth focusing on and, and giving thought to. And this isn't. And, you know, I, I think too often we don't use the discernment that Christ gives us. So, you know, maybe the, the part that I'm trying to get to in terms of dying to self and making it a daily habit is, you know, just that. What are we doing day to day to put that into practice? What are we doing day to day to to die to self and and start living that life for God, to die to self and be an example for our kids, to to die to self and be a servant for our neighbor? Um, and and again, I think one of the things that has really come to light for me is that the more that I I do focus on dying to self on a daily basis, everything that I am afraid of the way that I lived ends up becoming something that I, I do well. So the more that I put my focus on God and the more that I try to die to self and live for God and for his glory, the more that I find it's easier for me to help other people and be focused on that servant attitude. 
the more that I find that it's easier for me to be less self-focused because I'm just naturally focusing on God and other people. Um, you know, I don't do as much as the, Oh, woe is me. Um, you know, when I, we shared this several, man, quite a while ago, maybe six months ago now about how I went through a midlife crisis. I was coming up on my 40th birthday and, and all that was going on. And, um, and it is just amazing to me how I could go through a week or two weeks of just being so focused on where I was at in life and what I was doing and, and whether I was happy or not. And, and did I feel my life was going in the direction that I wanted it to go? And it was just a, a moment of like, you know, literally one evening of, of reflection and dialogue that refocused my attention and got it right back to where it needed to be. And just like that, in one evening, that whole midlife crisis aspect was done. It was over. And I was moving on and I, I, and I was happy and I was content and I was ready to go conquer the world. And, you know, I, I think that's the things that, that we have the ability to do is to, um, you know, change our focus to really live out that discernment. And so anyways, I, I don't know if any of this is making sense, but these are some of the things that I've really been thinking about. And, you know, I watch the news and I watch what's going on and I watch the attack on the church and I watch the attack on our children and and you name it. And I just think, you know, man, it, it is really time for us to, to take a stand, to, to step up. And a big part of that, a big part of us having the courage and being willing to do that is to die to ourselves, to die for the things that we long for and to live a life that God has called us to live. And the only way that we can do that is that daily habit of saying, God, today is yours. So, you know, I don't want this to be a long episode. Um, there's not usually as much to share when mom's not here and, and joining in the dialogue. Uh, and I don't think I'm a very long-winded individual. Um, I try to get right to the point. So, you know, I, I really hope that someone can take something away from what I'm sharing. And um, I just ask that everybody do some self-reflection and think about the last month of your life. Have you been encountered with anything in your life where you probably should have taken a different stand? Um, you probably should have said something different. You should have acted different. Uh, Maybe there was a time through your day where you easily could have said, you know what, <clears throat> now is a perfect moment for me to readjust my attitude, to readjust my focus, to, to completely surrender and die to, to self so that I can live for God. And, you know, just reflect on that for a moment. Take a moment and pray about it and meditate on it. and. And just, you know, I encourage everybody to go into this next day, go into this next week and and be asking God for that discernment and be asking God for his Holy Spirit to be so strong in your life that all of those opportunities would be abundant and apparent and that you would see them 
and you'd be rated at. So anyways, that's what I have for you guys today. Um, and, you know, I just I appreciate you guys hearing me out, being here for mom and I, um, allowing us to be a part of your lives and and share whether you agree with us or don't agree with us. Um, you know, this is just always fun for us. So make sure you like, share, subscribe. Uh, check out some of the older posts if you haven't. Um, make sure you get caught up if you're behind. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you for joining this broadcast with the breakdown duo of Deb and T-Wise. Share this podcast with someone it might help and hit subscribe. See you next week as the duo breaks it down to build you up.